0: Soul Filler Diaries is here to meet you wherever you are on your life path. Life is like a mountain trail with ups and downs, twists and turns. It is most fulfilling when you follow the path best suited for you and find the beauty along the way. We hope to be relatable, inspiring, and leave you with healthier minds, bodies, and wallets. Join me in conversations with guests that intend to fill our souls and help us all along our path to living an abundant life. Thank you for joining us today for episode five of Soul Filler Diaries. Today I have with me Cindy Johnson of Cindy Johnson Fitness. Welcome. Thank you. And I say like at the beginning of every, every episode, I'm just going to be like, I am so excited you're here. <laughs> Thank you for your time. Thank you for joining <laughs> me because I'm just like, I, I love connecting with you and you've been an important part of my health journey this last five or six years. So... um I appreciate your time being here and, well, you're and welcome. sharing a bit no, it's of, who kind you of are. fun. Yeah. New
1: experience. So <laughs>
0: it'll be good. Yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what, what you do, your business?
1: Um, well, as you said, Cindy Johnson. Um, I'm a pers- traveling personal trainer. So I go to people's homes or go to parks or other facilities and do individual workouts, group workouts. Um, I do some accountability training. I do some generalized nutritional stuff. That's not my strong point. So I kind of leave that to the real professionals with that. Mm -hmm. Background is 30 years ago, started working in a physical therapy clinic, goes trained under the therapist. So I really have my base is injury rehab and just injury prevention. So that kind of guides and focuses my whole workouts with people, Mm -hmm. kind of meet them where they're at. If they have little, injuries, as you know, on on occasion, (laughs) kind of can work around those or give you a few things to kind of help rehab those a little bit.
0: So I didn't know that about your history, but now mm-hmm. it makes sense because I'm like, Cindy <laughs> knows so much. Like she knows exactly what I need to do. And so that kind of connects those dots for right. me because I was yeah. like, man, she's like a doctor. Yeah, there's, <laughs>
1: some, there's some smoke and mirrors, but I, no, some, I you know what I you're I do doing. have some background. Yeah. A little, I have enough to keep everybody safe. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. I don't diagnose. I don't do any of that. I don't, I stay away from all that. Yeah. But no. Yeah, I kind of hit the hit the big stuff.
0: Yeah, you have helped me so much. And in that way, like, I think that's one of the things I appreciate about you so much is that you like know what my body needs or where I can push myself and where I can't. And I, I do really appreciate that. So I think I met you. Right after I went through my cancer treatments in 2017, and I felt like a little bit of a marshmallow, I'd been like not (laughs) doing anything for a while. And you really helped me get back on track and lose weight and feel good, be finishing 5Ks that spring. um,
1: Right.
0: And... So I thank you for that. You're but welcome. also like, so off and on since then, mm-hmm. uh, we've seen each other, right? Like yeah. whenever I get to that point where <laughs> I'm like, okay, uh, I need to get Cindy back. This is not working, <laughs> doing this on my own. I am not motivated. I'm mo- I mean I want to You're very motivated.
1: <laughs> you just need somebody to I just, show up and yes, make you realize that. Yes,
0: and I didn't do my workout Monday. I went for a walk instead. I'm like, if Cindy's not here, look at it. I just fall apart. <laughs> But um, gotcha. I, <laughs> I was like, she can ask me if I did I'm just going to oh, be okay. honest. No, yeah. <laughs> no, no.
1: And I think that's the other, like you said, there's a lot of times where I go to people's house and they they've had something they've right. had something and they felt like they just needed somebody extra. I mean, you mm-hmm. can get on the line and you can there's a thousand people out there doing it. But when somebody knocks on your door and says, OK, this hour is really mine. Yeah. Um, then I think that that makes a difference for people and they're, they're ready to go. I've saved them an hour worth of travel time mm-hmm. driving someplace. So if you work from your house, it's really easy to kind of shut things off or schedule it. And that's the benefit. And like you say, when you went through your cancer stuff coming back, you just also need sometimes a little boost of confidence. Mm-hmm. Like you, after that, I know personally, it, it zaps you. Yeah. It takes your, takes your confidence away a little bit. It takes your confidence away in your body. Mm-hmm. And you need somebody to kind of remind you that, you're still good and you still have lots to offer and you're still as strong as you want to be. Right. And you, yeah,
0: you were so good at that and you've had that personal
1: experience yourself to
0: be able to add that value to your clients. Having that empathy is, is huge. And Mm -hmm. I like
1: say, I went through it personally. So I'm 13 year breast Mm -hmm. cancer survivor. So it's one of those where you're just, it takes a little while. Mm -hmm. And I know that from just personal experience, but now I, that's my motivation is I figured if I got it at 40 when I did, then obviously my body produces some yucky stuff. Yeah. So you got to keep working out and you got to keep moving to offset that. And I try and kind of bring that to other people too.
0: Yeah. Just staying healthy. Just staying healthy yeah. and doing
1: what controlling what you can control mm-hmm. in that that time is
0: important. Yeah. 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 So when did you transition to doing the home workouts? And how did that I, come
1: about? I went from the physical therapy clinic into and I only worked a couple days a week because raising I have two two amazing, wonderful kids, boys. You know, I was able to do everything. I could work a little bit, still coach them, still be with them, get them where they needed to be. And then when that was kind of over at the PT clinic, then I worked at a small studio in Mill Creek with a friend. And then that kind of spurred me on to thinking... I like the individual one-on-one stuff. I mean, I'd done a ton of trainings in the clinic and then I used to do speed and conditioning camps at the high schools and stuff like that. And I like the big group stuff because to me, it's a little bit like you're on stage Mm -hmm. and I'm a quiet person, but you put me on a field and I get very loud and obnoxious (laughs) and kind of my energy amps up. Mm -hmm. But then when I went into that small studio, I really realized that the connections were there. And at that, I had some elderly clients. Elderly, elderly, meaning 70 and up. Mm-hmm. And I really kind of felt like I found my niche. Not that you're 70. <laughs> you're my niche, too. I don't mean to say it like that. But, but no, you know, like you. But like I was kind of like, OK, this gives me the same fill my cup. Yeah. That age group and having those one on ones. And then when the studio ended, I kind of took a couple months And I was like, how can I still do this? Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to go work for somebody else again. Yeah. I was kind of done with that. I wanted my own time. I wanted to be able to take a vacation when I want to go vacation. I didn't want to have to schedule it. The studio, I was working double shifts. Mm -hmm. I don't mind getting up early, but don't make me come back at three in the afternoon and do it again for four hours. So my husband and I talked about it and we were just like, well, let's try it, you know, try it for a year or two and see. Mm -hmm. And magically it worked. Yeah. And I still get to do it. So and still been able to kind of do all the stuff I want and have a great age group of clients. I go from 23 and Norma is 86. That's awesome. So I've had lots in between. So
0: So that's so cool. A lot of what we were going to talk about on this podcast is really, you know, people's journeys and how they have found the joy like in what they do. Mm -hmm. And so listening to your story and hearing how you found your niche right. of where you could have your bucket filled while yes. you're doing your work is yeah. that's pretty pretty cool.
1: That's like the end goal for all of us, I think. Yeah, and that was a little unexpected for me. Mm-hmm. Like you know, to find it and then be able to parlay that into doing something. And I'm very fortunate in the fact that what I do is supplemental. Like if I was running a whole household on what I do, <laughs> that might feel <laughs> a little different, right? Yeah. But I'm I'm fortunate in the fact that. You know, we were a unit with it, and this works for us and And you can take some risk. And yeah, and I can take that. a little risk yeah. and have that support, and then I can kind of do all the other stuff. Yeah.
0: So yeah. so I have really appreciated what you were saying earlier um about you know, not having, because I don't like to go to the gym, but I have everything I need to work out at home. Right. I just don't do it right, right by myself. So you coming to the house, like it does, it's like, okay, everything stops. Because yeah. if I told myself I was going to do it from 12 to one, all of a sudden I've got these emails blowing up and mm-hmm. loans, you know, something's going on with a loan that I need to call the borrower. They right? And right. that's going to become my priority where right. when you're there in person, you are my priority. Right. Right.
1: Um, and so that really does work it, for yeah, me. Yeah, it makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And I think some people, like you say, every house I go to, there's a pile of weights in the corner. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone has great intentions. Yes. Right? They And even myself sometimes. I mean, our old basement's full of stuff. And sometimes just to get down there, for me to do it on my own is just like, oh, mm-hmm. this is <laughs> not okay. Mm-hmm. But once I get there, it's all good. And, you know... But I know that about people and I that's the other thing we talk about this all the time is I'm a firm believer in prioritizing the individual in front of me. Right. You have to take time. Otherwise, you can't do you can't do your job. You can't take care of your family. You can't do that other stuff if you're not healthy and in the right mindset. Right. And And to me, exercise is. The be all end all of changing your mindset.
0: Mm -hmm. And I think in battling depression, it's like such a huge piece of that, like being able to have more of a positive mindset. And I think so much of my self-confidence kind of ties into how I feel. And it's not even like the image I'm talking about. It's Mm -hmm. like when you go work out, you have those endorphins and you just feel good. Like, yeah. And and so that's really
1: important. Yeah. Yeah.
0: For me, but I think for everybody, right? To, I think for everybody. Yeah.
1: And I think that's the other thing that I strive to do. Everything is a a celebration, right? Mm-hmm. Everything is a win in mm-hmm. my book. Just opening the door that I'm there, not, you know, you gotta let me in. That's a win. Right. And then we go through everything and that's another win. And then, yeah, you might not see it. You know, I I do the scale and I do the measurements, as you know, but I don't, they're just there. Yeah. Because to me, it is when you're working out, there is this internal fire that gets burned in it. It goes to everything else. Mm-hmm. And if you're comfortable there and we know you went up by a couple pounds or you've done 10 more of the ten more reps, that's a win. And then that carries out through the rest of your day.
0: And I think for me, like I want to do the work. Right. And it's just like I, I think I'm pretty motivated in like my job. I want to do the work. Right. I know what I need to do but having somebody hold me accountable to it is so important. And one thing that I think that you do too is I've had trainers before that were a little bit more intense, right? Right. Like you're not scary. (laughs) Cindy's not scary, you guys, at all. (laughs) She's awesome. But there's that level of accountability. I still have to answer to you tell you I didn't work out Monday. And, you know, when we're tracking the food, like I would be honest with my food and you would see that, but it wasn't scary. It was just that level. And when I say scary, I mean like there's just sometimes it's like there's, I rebel against too much pushback what I'm
1: doing. Absolutely. I know that
0: about myself. So when you, you just are there to be accountable and supportive, that's just about like those little wins. Yeah, Yeah.
1: No, and I think now being 53 and going through it maybe 10 years ago, I would have been like, okay, this is, you got to do A, B, and C. And now I'm like, well, there's life, right? Mm -hmm. Monday was a great example. We had a workout scheduled. My dog's at the emergency vet. I have to call you and say I can't come. Yeah. Here's you. I give you a picture of your workout in my head. I have the expectation. Well, she's going to do it. We get here. Oh, she didn't do it. But the reality is, I get it. It's life, and then that to you proves my value. Yes, why I need you so much. And
0: okay, to step back. How is Tilly? By the way, she's
1: okay. Okay, we're still running some tests. She's back at the vet today, but okay, yeah, she's not her. Aww. normal energetic self so I hope they hopefully get they hopefully it's an easy fix but yeah it's been going on for a while so we just kind of got to the emergent yeah point shout out to Pilchuck because yeah I've never used them before and they've been amazing so mm-hmm.
0: Pilchuck veterinary hospital
1: yep. yeah they've, they've been hands so down mm-hmm. my vet just wasn't available mm-hmm. the one I usually use but I couldn't be more pleased.
0: We've always used PillCheck Vet for our emergencies. Yeah. And they are they're great. No, they're great. Yeah.
1: They communicated well and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Good. She'll be fine. Good. She's a tough little dog. Okay. Well, I'll be positive yes. thoughts. Thanks. Thank you. Appreciate those.
0: So I watched um Queen Charlotte this past weekend. I binged it, but she's like I'm going to have to look it up and say, but it's like when I said positive thoughts, right there, it just made me think of like Queen Joe. Positive thoughts. Anyways. Um, <laughs>
1: After I just tell you my dog sick no. and you think, What's when somebody dies? Oh my gosh. No, well, okay. So it's not okay. No, in the in the show, no, no. In the show, you. it's
0: like the way she says it, it's like so out of context. Like she makes her look so cold. So I was just thinking that when I'm saying that, did that make me look really cold and responsive? To no, I
1: know. Okay. Uh, no, okay. No, and I'm teasing. <laughs> I appreciate your good thoughts oh, for the dog. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. So yeah, good thoughts
0: for Tilly. Good thoughts for Tilly. Okay, so tell us, a, a so when once you started this, what mm-hmm. what obstacles have you come run into, you know, in, in the business, the way it's running now, or to get to where you are today?
1: I uh, Here's one of my, one of them was just timing of everything. Mm-hmm. And that makes it hard because I really need, I've been blessed that, everybody's like a half hour away. Yeah. So that was my first obstacle is how am I going to get to everybody? Mm -hmm. And how am I going to manage myself in between? Because I tend to, in sessions, I'm pretty focused, right? I've gotten a little looser with my focus as we get off on tangents Mm -hmm. and things like that. But then once I get back in the car, if I have to go from here, like I came from Mukilteo to here, it's like, it's a 28 minute drive Mm -hmm. and I have to be there. And as you know, sometimes I'm coming in on two yeah, wheels. And yeah. so that was a thing I didn't I didn't really think about. Or if I have an hour and a half in between. And it's dumb stuff. Like, okay, I got groceries. I got this. I got yeah. that. Can I fit those three things in in between? So yeah. when I'm done, I can just go home. So managing my personal time in between mm-hmm. sessions was an obstacle I didn't really take into account. And and- now, a couple years later, I've got it. Yeah. But...
0: Well, I think it's like I tend to over schedule myself because I'm like, oh, there's room in my calendar. Right. But- but we know that life happens, and you yes. have to deal with those things that come up, or the phone calls, or the right in-betweens. or between
1: that magical five minutes that right. then you lose ten, and then yeah. you're late. Yeah, and
0: I am known for that. Like I am late places, but it's because I'm like, oh, I have five minutes. That means I can switch, you know, switch the laundry and do this, right? And then all of a sudden, I'm and like, then I'm late. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I don't build in that time to go get in the car <laughs> and pull out of the driveway. Like I. Build it for mm-hmm. my maps exactly, and so yeah, exactly. I I can get that. Yeah. So just building an extra time, extra probably time.
1: Right? yeah. So that was a, that was kind of tricky. And then when I've had like I kind of run about twelve to fifteen clients at a time, and there's mm-hmm. been times where I've had more than that, and I really of personally invest myself in the people that I'm working out with. And that goes back to the expectations. And my kids will tell you that, that I have very high expectations of everyone around me. Mm -hmm. I just assume everyone's going to always do the right thing. They're always going to do what they're asked. They're (laughs) always going to go above and beyond this and that. And so when I've got a lot of clients and things maybe aren't moving in the right direction for people, or I can't figure out the right low hanging fruit for them Mm -hmm. to grab, to have some wins their body's not cooperating that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff I take it a little personal yeah and so when I had too many I will I will say too many clients I just felt like that was hard on me Mm -hmm. personally just because I wanted I want everyone to be successful and to love it and there's a lot of people I've had that just don't like working out. So I'm really doing all my stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm pulling out all my tricks Mm -hmm. and making jokes and (laughs) trying to make it as pleasant. And, you know, because an hour sometimes can be a long time Mm -hmm. when you're doing something you don't want to do. Yeah. Yeah. That was a little unexpected and kind of now i feel like i've got a handle on it but mm-hmm. at the beginning i i wasn't expecting that yeah
0: and I, I need to be better about like playing music music is a good like oh, motivator for motivator. people right yeah. like when you're so i know sometimes i'll put it on yeah. but i need to be better about doing that when you come yeah. over because i feel like it does up my energy
1: it does and i think mm-hmm. i have a lot of husband and wife teams mm-hmm. that work out together which can be good and bad because that's a <laughs> that's a tricky that's really tricky the dynamic of that is Like my husband and I, no way. Yeah. Like we'll start out together for a run, then he's gone and I do my thing and then we meet back up. But those are that's really our time. But that dynamic sometimes is a little tricky as well because you're like a third wheel and you're just like
0: Hey, I'm here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's funny because
0: Tim and I did do one like three month session Mm -hmm. with you together. Mm -hmm. And I was surprised at how I didn't like it as much as I thought I would. Really? And I because I think it's like my thing and I like to I like to do it and be motivated. And somehow there was like some tension or competition or something. I don't even know what it was. There
1: always is this underlying competition and there's always, it's very supportive. And Mm -hmm. I think every group dynamic I have, everybody's very supportive, but they also, there is a little competition, which I am wise enough to know to use that to my advantage. (laughs) And there's a couple like, Oh, she's five pounds behind you so you know this that that kind of thing and i also kind of celebrate that they're doing it together yeah and i think it, it was good
0: for us to go through it together yeah. i think and i i think it was good but now like moving forward i i yeah. i know i do enjoy doing it myself yeah by
1: yourself yeah. no and i definitely am i'll go play a team sport mm-hmm. with people but my runs and my workouts and My they're very individual to me. And that's my reset. That's that's my go to to write my ship whenever I need to or every day. Yeah. You know, so that's where sometimes I have a couple friends I walk with and I love that. But there's times where I just I need to be by myself, Mm -hmm. just me and the dog. My dog's the only one that really gets a chance to be in there with me. Yeah. And even when my husband comes down to chat, I stop. I'm like, I don't want to talk right now.
0: I'm in my (laughs) zone. I'm in my zone. zone. Let me be. And I think that's, I I know I operate that way sometimes where I just work best. I do my best, hardest, most focused work when I'm in
1: the zone. Yes. And that
0: that is hard to get in that zone when there's other people. It is. And I
1: think too, like you said, that's another thing that I have to think about when I'm at people's houses. You do a good job of it. When I get there, you shut it off. But there's a lot of distractions. Mm Mm-hmm. There's pets, there's kids, Mm -hmm. there's the phone, you know, if they've got their Apple watch Mm -hmm. on, they're getting emails and they're getting notifications all the time. Mm -hmm. And so I, you kind of have to sometimes, I've had to say it a couple of times, all right, can we refocus this or that if I feel like they're not getting out of the hour, what right besides the workout, there's a there's other layers of things. And mm-hmm. if I feel like some of those aren't being met, then I say something. But yeah, it's few and far between and most people are really happy to shut things off. Yeah. And kind of and it's let because that it is go. hard to
0: juggle, juggle it. Like oh, it is. it's hard to yeah. shut it
1: off when yeah. and then timing of it. Like you say, six thirty AM is a tough time to mm-hmm. work out. And then but some people do better at eleven. So kind of finding that and being flexible with that, yeah, my body
0: prefers eleven, right? I don't do. I'm a slow. I mean, even when I'm up and moving around, I'm like not fully awake. I didn't used to be no. that way. It's as right. I've gotten older. So I, my body feels better at eleven. But at eleven, I'm already into my workday. So then it's like, so that's oh, hard then to then shut I'm it off more because like there's issues, there's ongoing emails, everybody's working, and right. So. And that's sometimes harder to walk away
1: from. But it's good, too. There's a piece of guilt, Mm -hmm. too, Mm -hmm. when you're working out during the middle of your workday. I get that. Yeah. I mean, my workday is working out. So I'm like, (laughs) come on, let's go. But, uh, you know, it's hard. It's hard to know that everybody else is working. Mm -hmm. But then it's also you've probably been there two hours before everybody and you're going right. to be there three hours after. So it's okay to take yeah that time.
0: And that's, especially in my role where, I mean, we're on 24 seven. I mean, we're texting agents and borrowers right. at 10 o'clock at night and over the yeah. weekend. And I kind of balance that out. One of the things, you know, I, I, I'm trying to carve out the time for my mm-hmm. workouts, but I also carve out an afternoon in my business plan to my management team is yeah. like an afternoon with the family. Right. So because those hours, you know, can tend to take up, traditional family time. I make sure I protect some of that, but I, right? but you are really helpful in helping me protect that time yeah. for my health. And as that's well. part
1: of kind mm-hmm. of what I hope I bring for mm-hmm. people. And you can get that if you go someplace and work out, but again, it's just one more thing. You got to get in your car. You got to go, right. you got to come back and, then sometimes, too, when you're done working out at your house, you can take 15 minutes and mm-hmm. just chill for a little bit and go, okay, that was great. Or, you know, there you can have some other kind of your own time, right? And then get back into it. Yep. So
0: I do. I usually go up after you leave, I go up in the kitchen, I get another glass of water, yeah. and I kind of sit there and like kind of decompress for a right. couple minutes and then go tackle yeah. work again. Yeah. So. Now, where do you see yourself going from here? What's what's your future look
1: like? Um, I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> and I've been thinking about it. I I honestly don't know Yeah. to continue to do what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. It's working. It's, it's working. working. Mm-hmm. I don't have, and this may sound terrible, I don't have these giant aspirations to have this... Massive business and yeah. following. Yeah. Again, I'm that's one of my other things. I'm very honest with people. Yeah. So I don't, that's not what I want. What I want is to continue to do what I'm doing, be able to kind of bring what I bring to people. I'm also very fortunate. A lot of my clients are long term clients. Mm-hmm. Like you, they're Mm -hmm. kind of in, they're out, they're done for a while, they come back. And I'd just like to continue that, have those long term clients. I'd love to fill my schedule with a few more older people Mm -hmm. just because they bring me such joy. And they also, what they bring me, I bring to the rest of my age groups. Hmm. Right. Because the reality is, you have to keep moving. Yeah. If you stop moving, you're dead. Right. It's simple. And they have taught me that. Mm -hmm. You know, my friend Wayne was 93. Four when he passed, and we worked out for seven to eight years, and he wouldn't have been walking, or you know it makes me choke up thinking about him because he was so special to me, but yeah. he wouldn't have been walking, he wouldn't have been doing what he was doing mm-hmm. if I didn't show up a couple of days a week and you know, let's do a couple of things yeah. it's not it's nothing like your workout, but they don't want to feel old, yeah, you know, they still love to move the weights and mm-hmm. still love to have the bands in their hand and mm-hmm. this and that so. Keep keep doing that. Yeah, that's great. And yeah. in
0: a sustainable way. In a be- sustainable way, exactly. Where you can k- keep those relationships. And right. I think I I really relate to that. Right. The relational business as opposed to, you yeah. know, growth that's so big that, you know, you yeah. can't be really in touch with your clients your as clients. much as you like to. And that's me also yeah.
1: being selfish. Yeah. Which is part of you kind of always in the background have to have your own kind of personal mantras of yeah. things and your personal guidelines of what you're willing to give away and what you're willing to not give away. And to me, that's has to drive everything. Yeah. I and mean, I'm willing to give a hundred percent to people, but also expect that kind of in return. Yeah. So I, I think just continuing to do what I do and be able to kind of give that to them. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And also just have my eyes wide open. That if something comes up. I mean, if someone thinks I'm magically this awesome broadcast (laughs) interviewee, then I'm on. Let's go. Keep reading them. But, you know, it's one of those things. You just have to have your eyes wide open that something might come up that you might need to step for. And mm -hmm. then you you go from there. And then then you you figure out, do I want to do both? Do I want to do one? And again, Mm -hmm. I'm lucky in the fact that I can manage it that way.
0: Yeah, we talk a lot about the path, like the path you're going on and how Mm -hmm. sometimes your path will change. In a way that you had no idea it could right. because of a relationship, a connection, something yep. that comes along. So that yeah. ties really well into that. But I wouldn't say you're selfish. I would say that you're creating the life that you want. That's right. That's not selfish. And I think the other thing we talk about is the shoulds. Like, yeah. there's no way the perfect way that you have to live your life. And I think a lot of us were trained that there was, right?
1: That's a good point. Right. Right. So
0: you setting the boundaries for what you want your life to look like is, I wouldn't consider selfish.
1: All right. I I take it back. (laughs) (laughs) Take it back. So,
0: Okay. If you could give our listeners like one piece of advice, what would that be? Uh,
1: well, take it from Wayne. Don't stop moving.
0: Don't stop moving. Oh, I love you that. You just can't.
1: You cannot stop moving somehow, some way. Small bits, big bits. That you you have to just continue to move. Yeah. So I know how I'm going to move. I'm going to go home and I'm going to do the workout <laughs> that
0: I was supposed to do Monday before you come I'm back to tomorrow. That. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've
0: got to get it done before you come tomorrow. And then this weekend, one of the other things I love to do is dance. So we're going to go out to. Um, so I'm going to get my movement in nice, with my dancing good. on Saturday night. Good. Down at Fisherman's
1: Village Music Fest. Have you ever heard of that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah, nice. You guys, have you guys ever been? We, we haven't done that one, but we do all the, um, not all of them, but a couple of the, the waterfront nights. Okay.
0: Yeah. Those in and summer. some of the same bands that do yeah. the waterfront nights. I know one of them, um, we're going to go, which I think they play at like eight 30 on Saturday night. So we'll right. go watch them. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So no, it's going to be fun. It's fun. So, yeah. All right. So if you're listening, think about how you can just keep moving. Is there anything else that you would like to add for today, Cindy?
1: No, just thanks. I appreciate the opportunity to do this. It's like I say it's a new experience and you and I have a good connection mm-hmm. and I I appreciate you and always coming back to me and kind of trusting me with your health and fitness. And, you know, that that means a lot to me. Oh, it's not, you. you know, that doesn't just go under the radar. I appreciate that. Oh, so. Well,
0: I really value you and yeah. what you bring to my life, my health, my family, making me a better, well-rounded yeah. human.
1: <laughs> as long as you do those workouts.
0: <laughs> We'll go ahead and find some new adventures and see you on the next diary entry. If you would like to connect with Cindy, you can reach her at CindyJohnsonFitness.com. And Johnson is S-O-N. So that's CindyJohnsonFitness.com for more information.
1: Soul Filler Diaries. Hosted by Brandy Hecker. Produced by Red Trucks.